Hi, this is Tony at Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Marno Bosov, the Chief Evangelist for Culture, or as I call him, the King of Culture at King Price. Marno, thank you very much for talking to me today. Thank you very much, Tony. It's always great to talk anything about culture with anyone, so I'm excited and thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. I mean, the insurance industry really has a unique culture of its own. I love the insurance industry culture for me. Probably the main thing that stands out is um, networking and relationships. Um, that to me is probably yeah the main thing. So I'm going to ask you to kick off with um, how do you see culture? When I use the word in business culture, what do you think or what do you see? Yeah, I think we've, we've tried to study it in many different ways and try to look at it and we've actually come down to the very most simplistic definition of it for us is culture is the way we do things um, around here. And for with, with uh, we usually when we put it to our people, we, we put the two words is the is it's the way, the how, and we do actions. So it's how we action every single thing we action here. And and so for us that is the most simplistic, but still the most important definition for us of culture is how do I do everything I do. And I think we try and break down another very big belief there that culture is not something that should be put in a corner. It's not just a department. It's not just a little program. It's every single thing you do. It's the way you speak to a client. It's the way you sell to a customer. It's the way you serve one another. It's the way you invent. It's the way you innovate. It's the way you execute. Every single thing for us is culture. So for us, culture, it's the way, it's how you do every single thing. It's not just certain things as culture, and we don't split that from execution or implementation or speaking to a customer. It's everything we do. So if I was to ask you then to define in a nutshell the King Price culture, what would that be? I think our culture that is unique is, yes, it's very energetic. It's fast. I think one of our key attributes is making decisions very fast. It's just part of who we are. So one of the things we're quite strong on is, is, is what we call our beliefs, because we believe that your beliefs to, uh, determine your behavior. Um, and so I often look at our CEO, and I, I had many conversations with him regarding this, is to understand his strong beliefs. And he always talks about, you know, uh, speed and scale. So, so things must happen quickly, must happen at scale. Uh, don't procrastinate. Uh, don't take long. Uh, so uh, there's there's a lot of energy in our system. There's a lot of there needs to be for innovation to happen. There must be quick thinking, quick decision making, uh, quick processes, not long lots of red tape. Nothing of that works in our environment. So so for us to explain our culture very quickly energetic, colorful, loud, um, but build on relationships, try and build very strong relationships, uh, which is the, 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 the sort of the cornerstone of, of trust um, and moving at the speed of trust. That's what we try and, and, and establish within the teams with, uh, in all the different ranks. Yeah, I, I, when I visited your offices recently, I certainly felt that. I certainly experienced the um, the energy and the speed. Um, it was it was busy, but it also it almost looked like um, you know it was very calm 
busy and energy, uh, mm. which which was interesting to me, especially because I saw such a variety of different people in your call centers uh, yes. when I walked through there. So the the question then is, how do you match all those different personalities, different backgrounds, different cultures mm. into a culture of a business like King Price? Yeah, I, th I think something we've learned is, and we we you know just through trial and error maybe, is that people unite around purpose, values, and beliefs. So they don't unite very easily if, if you're going to put all the focus on the on the the things we are not the same about. If we if we focus on um, the, the I want to say the traditional. Uh, things that many people look at for culture is ethnicity or gender or age or which age group I'm in. Those things, we find it difficult to unite people when you talk, when you make that the focus. But the moment you make the focus purpose, what do we want to achieve? Then it's as if we lose or we leave behind my age, my age group or gap I'm in, uh, ethnicity, language, uh, skin color, all of that. We, that becomes not that uh, becomes like second to the, the chasing the purpose rather and uniting to achieve the same things um and i think it's more putting the focus on the things that unites us than the things that divide us so um and separates us mm -hmm. from one another so i think that that for us is uh, rather focus on the things that create common ground yes yeah now uh, one of the things that i looked at um and that we discussed in my visit um, to your offices specifically, just to look at the culture and to look at how you manage um, people and all of those sort of things. One of the things that um, we discussed was the, your induction program, um, which you spoke about, you know, now the purpose and so on, and um, making that the collective factor. So that means that you have to have a good induction program to explain to people to get them familiar with to make that culture their own how do you yes. go about doing that yeah i think that's very true our induction is very important for us and that's that's literally where we receive that new person where you can baptize them into your belief system if i can put it that way that's that's the uh trying to tell them listen now you are getting rid of the things of the green team or the pink team or the yellow team where you come from, you're now becoming part of the red team. And in the red team, this is how we do things. This is why we do things. This is how strong we feel about certain things, et cetera, et cetera. So induction is very important for us. And we put definitely a lot of effort into that. Uh, we try and make sure always our CEO tries to meet with our new people during the first three hours of them being here. Uh, so we want to make sure by the first lunch, they've met the CEO we talk about culture being caught and culture being taught and some of the things we can teach them and we do and some of the things they need to just catch and meeting with Gideon our CEO is that 30-45 minutes where they just catch something of his energy and his excitement and his purpose and the vision and where we're going and the, the second whole day of induction, induction is usually three days, uh, the second whole day me and my team spends time with the new people just on culture why is culture is important? What is culture? Why do we focus on culture? What do we expect of them, et cetera, et cetera. So, we, so yes, induction, I think, is a very important element. I always say to other companies, 
it doesn't matter what you do or or, or how long your induction is or but have a plan to make sure you induce people into your culture you induce them into your company that they leave there so we want to try and make sure after the first day the second day, and the third day they must be m even more excited because mm. of the, the decision they made to come and work uh, at king price so yeah, that's mm. a very important element yeah it, it's always nice for me to see when a company actually has a culture that people can identify with that people can um, uh, not just identify with themselves but they can actually recognize um, mm -hmm. so obviously your um, culture has to fit in with your clients as well you have to um, speak to your clients you have to um, connect with them now when when you look at that from a culture perspective and your energy um, that you're saying the relationship that you've got within the company etc how do you bring that across to your clients yes i think we always say to ourselves that if the, if the customer or the client can't experience the, the culture then the culture journey is not complete mm. so it must start yes from the ceo into our belief system, but it must eventually be felt by the client. If the client feels, experiences the culture, then only you know you've been successful in establishing mm -hmm. culture in a correct way. Um, so coming back to, so how do we see that? You know, we're in an industry in insurance that we are selling a grudge purchase. So people are not super excited about taking out insurance. It's something they pay for that they hope they will never use. So um, that's a that's a tough market to be in selling something that nobody's excited about, which also then obviously call centers gets uh, a lot of resistance phoning people. I think everybody can can sort of testify of that getting those calls uh, from insurance companies. Because of that, we actually realize because we are selling a grudge purchase, it's a tough market and people don't call centers. Our energy levels must therefore even be higher, better. So keeping those guys motivated, uh, keeping them focused is a very important element because we want that to filter through. And that's the that's the contact point. That's the biggest contact point we have with the client, with the customer. So we want to make sure that intervention with the client is energetic, positive, uh, you know, as excited as possible. Uh, mm. So, yes, it must be felt. We always say, you know, a smile, you can hear a smile over a telephone. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and there's something about that when we speak to our clients that they must feel like, yes, this guy phoning me he actually really likes his job. He actually really is excited. Mm. And, I'm, and I know he must be rejected 20 times a day, but yeah. uh, still he keeps going. He still keeps, so he sounds friendly, sounds mm. like he wants to talk to me. So I think it's, that is the biggest test is right there where you speak your call center interacts with the with the customer. Mm, it's that one customer at that one point is the customer. Uh, yes. Forget about yes. the rest. This is you yes. with this this one. Yeah, it's one of the secrets of selling, you know, um, uh, is the customer that you're with is the only customer at that point in time that you yes. are thinking about. Yeah. And certainly, I mean, your advertising speaks to that. Your advertising yeah. shows a culture of fun and, and um, a culture of excitement and energy. So, yeah, well done on, on yeah, pulling that I, I think, through. 
what we always say is that marketing or branding is the external expression where culture is your internal beliefs. Mm. So, and your internal beliefs must eventually filter through to your external expression. So yeah. it took us a couple of years to, to, you know, right in the beginning, I would say there was a definite disconnect between what we wanted to build internally and what we portrayed externally. But those two worlds became closer and closer and closer as we grew, and it, which is normal. Right in the beginning, you're figuring out stuff. You are asking the questions yourself. And uh, last year, we turned 10 years old. And, and now I want to say uh, it's much more congruent with the internal and the external, the internal culture and our external branding mm. Uh, mm. Uh, perspective and marketing, yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's... Um... You can feel the energy uh, when you're there. So, yeah, brilliant. Okay. Mano, thank you so much um, on that note. What was it, Peter Drucker, that said? Culture eats strategy for breakfast. So, yeah, um, right. yeah it, yes. it really does work. So, well done. Thank you so thank much you. for your time. Thank it was you, really Tony. good um, chatting to you. Yeah, all the best. Thank you very much for the opportunity. We'd love to talk again.